my mindset is just totally different than it was four or five years ago. Right. And it's just, it's just hugely important because you know, the, the saying goes garbage in garbage out. Right. Well, you can lighten that up and you can put lipstick on the pig, but basically if it's not, if the stuff that's going in your ears and in your eyes is not putting you in a position to further yourself as a real estate investor or, or whatever it is, the case may be, it's garbage. It doesn't need to be there. Right. I, I am. And, and some people think I'm a little crazy about this, but I am sold on the fact that if it doesn't have to do with real estate investing or building a business, I don't want to waste my time being around it. Welcome to Real Estate Deal Closers with Annette Talee, where we focus on the deals. Our guests are real estate closers who will share in detail the whole process from finding a deal to closing it, as well as strategies and tips to help you do the same. Here's your host, Annette Talee. Welcome. This is Real Estate Deal Closers. I am your host, Annette Talee, and this is my guest, Jay Helms. And Good I was evening, everybody. Yes, and I was telling everybody, you know, how excited I was to have Yay uh, on, on this uh, podcast today, celebrating more than 50 episodes. And so let me introduce you, uh, Jay, and tell you a little bit about him. He is the founder of the W2 Capitalist Community. He spent 20 years in corporate America, climbing the corporate ladder, trying to become rich and wanting to build, you know, to, to build wealth. Uh, he discovered real estate and used it to build generational wealth while focusing on his family and producing multiple streams of, of incomes, all while excelling at his W-2 uh, job. After six years of actively investing, he has accumulated 328 units in his portfolio, left the W-2 world, and has more time to focus on raising his three amazing and beautiful kids. So welcome, Jay. Thank you, Annette. I really appreciate that intro. Um, there's a few things that need to be up. We just went updated. We just went full cycle on one of our apartment complexes, uh, which was incredible to do. So we're actually, our numbers dropped. But the good thing is I got a huge load of cash that now I got to figure out what to do with, right? I got to make it, go put it to work and see if it can go find some friends and bring them back. So thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. I am super honored to have you. Uh, and so I want you to share with people, how did you get into real estate? Oh, man. Like everybody else, I started watching HGTV and seeing these, you know, butterfly farmers on uh, with a $2 million budget, flip these homes and do all this stuff. And I was like, if they can do it, I can do it, right? It, it's easy. But uh, that's really, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. We were talking about this Um through the Marco Polo chat that we have going on and how, uh, you know, even in, in middle school that I was selling blow pops out of my high school or middle school locker, uh, just to earn a couple extra bucks until I got busted by the, I think it was a vice principal that busted me. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like her. She didn't like me. You know, we called her the silver bullet, but anyway, uh, yeah. So, it, you know, I always had an entrepreneurial spirit and never really could get anything to take off the ground while, while working full time as, as far as starting up other businesses and trying to figure out, uh, things to do. I've owned several businesses and, and as I kept studying and kept studying, 
and and really really what helped me is i can't remember who told me this but they said you should worry about the opinions of people who you want to be in their shoes one day right and i'm like all right well i want i want to you know i want to be a millionaire i guess let's just say i want to be a millionaire and then I started looking at, all right, what are, what do millionaires do to make their money? They either start a business, uh, you know, they're a doctor, which let's cut that out. That's not, in, that's not in me. Um, or most of them invested in real estate. Right. And I'm like, all right, how do we figure this out? Let's, let's go, let's go do this. And that's really what got started kind of the bug between that entrepreneurial spirit and really seeing, honestly, seeing what was happening on HGTV, which they don't show you all the, the uh, stuff that happens and don't get into market cycles. A lot of people don't know my very first dab in real estate investing. I bought a, um, a three bedroom, two bath. It was a 1958 build, never had been touched since then. Um, and I was going to, I was single at the time. I was going to live in it and I was going to flip. It's going to be my, my first live in flip. Right. Uh, so that happened in 2006. And now we all know just what the market did. Right. So we ended up, I ended up holding on to that property for a long time. Uh, and when I say a long time, uh, it was a little over eight years. Um, I had moved out. We had moved, you know, that was in Birmingham, Alabama, where we lived at the time. I had moved out. We moved down to um, the coast where we're at now in Pensacola and thinking, all right, I got a rental property. It's generating some cash flow, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm on my way. Right. And then I learned how to properly calculate cash flow because I was just seeing, all right, here comes the rent check. I wasn't actually looking at taxes and insurance and all this other stuff. And the, the house was in a, a, it was not a, a class, a property, but it was in a class, a neighborhood. Right. So I thought I was doing well. And then I learned about this whole term and how to properly calculate cash flow. And I was like, wow, I am losing $300 a month by holding onto this property. Wow. I, I got to get rid of this thing. Right. And uh, so I called my realtor who I was using at the time and, and he said, look, unless you have some cash to bring to closing, you're going to have to hold on to it for a while. Like, okay. So every February I would call him and the, the story was the same, same, same story every year for a few, for a few years. And he said, okay, now we, we can probably, you can probably get away without uh, take anything to close or bring anything to closing. We actually walked away with uh, 40,000, a little over 40,000 equity, but by no means on paper, when you put out everything we put into it uh, at the end of the day, we lost a lot of money. Right. And I, I don't actually know the number. I probably should go back and figure that out. If uh, it could be painful, <laughs> that could be a painful <laughs> exercise, but I, I just, you know, I realized that, all right, there is a way to do this. And then we, um, and that was not it. That was not the way to do it. Uh, but we did take that 40,000 in equity and went and bought a, um, a one bedroom, one bath foreclosure here in Pensacola, uh, $23,000 purchase price. We put $9,000 into it and it rented right away for 600 bucks. Right. So we went and 
the way we calculated cash, we didn't have a mortgage on that property, but the way we calculated cash flow with all the vacancy and capex and things that we were going to expect to spend in the future, we were we were cash flowing about three to four hundred bucks a month, right? Depending on on the month. So I'm sitting back and thinking, okay, the improper way to do it, we're losing three hundred dollars a month. The way we're doing it now, we're we're earning three hundred dollars a month. So that was a six hundred dollar a month shift in our income, right? I was like, all right, this is, this is the way to do it. Um, and, you know, we want to talk about the mastermind or being part of a mastermind is I didn't necessarily have people in the beginning, like HGTV was my mastermind, which is horrible <laughs> to say, you know, because I was looking at the things. I was like, I'm pretty handy. I know how to do some of the stuff they're talking about. I, I can just do it and I'll earn some money. And, and no, <laughs> I, I needed a group. Uh, of course, at that time, I didn't even know what a mastermind was, you know, um, and, and I'm like, if, if I knew about masterminds and knew about RIAs and things of, of that sort of thing, I would be in a much different spot today. Right. Absolutely. And, and that was one of the things that really changed my trajectory when I, you know, joined the community was starting to network and, you know, attending meetups and eventually starting to lead one of the meetups uh, that I was attending. And it was part of one of the challenges that I had in the group It's like, okay, what are you doing next week? Okay. You need to go to a meetup. <laughs> And that was, you know, one of the tasks that I have. So, so let, let's start. Uh, I love the, the story you had, uh, you know, you were thinking that you were uh, making money. And then once you did the numbers, then you realize, oh, oh I'm not making money. Yeah. <laughs> Real Estate Deal Closers, Special Edition. So, the, the, the topic today is my best kept secret and how to grow as an investor in 2021. And, you know, even though it's not a secret, but I think a lot of people don't know that I am part of your community and your mastermind. And, uh, you know, that has... We should change that. <laughs> well, I, you, you know, I have to say, I tell um, a lot of people about yeah, your mastermind. You yeah, I know you um, so, you know, it is not really a secret, but, you know, not everybody asks me that or, or it doesn't come up on every conversation. Um, but, you know, let's talk about how to grow in 2021 as an investor. So what yeah. would you say is the best way we can grow in, in 2021 as an investor? Yeah, and, and, and I could easily answer that with, with one word, mastermind. And, and for the record, I, I think everybody needs to be part of two masterminds and have ongoing, right? So that's something you have every week, every month, whatever the case is. And then at least once a year for a 90-day window, everybody needs to hire a coach, right? But let's, let's kind of talk about what a mastermind is because they're, even though there's a definition out there, they're all run differently, Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of folks, and I, I hear this from a lot of members that come in and they're like, how, um, I, I love the W2 capitalist mastermind because it's not just one person standing up on a perch and preaching and teaching every week. It's every week, everybody's on the hot seat, right. And talking about what, what they've done and what they've accomplished and what they should have accomplished. And so masterminds are, are, um, 
you know, a lot of what I do is based off the ones that I've been in the past and we have evolved that over time, right? You've been very influential in saying, Hey, how do, why don't we try this? And you filled in for times when I was not able to be there to lead the calls and, and they went really well. We're like, all right, let's, let's do it this way for a while. So it's an ever evolving thing. And, uh, Cindy's here, Cindy, uh, I'm giving her credit. I, I don't think she's the one that said this, but talking about having an REI family, right. And, and that's really what it's grown into is, uh, an REI family that just wants to see you succeed, but masterminds all are across the board are all ran differently and they all have different perspectives. Like one of the rules that we have that I am, y'all know this, I'm a pretty much of a stickler on it is that when somebody asks a question, they're wanting to get feedback from it uh, or on it that you cannot answer with, I heard this on a podcast or read this in a book, or I saw this on a post, right? It has to be based on your experience. It has to be based on something that you've went through. And if nobody on the calls went through, then we'll open it up a little bit and we'll kind of flex that rule a little bit. But we want to talk to, we want to hear from people who have been through um, what you're asking about, right? And not all masterminds do that. Not all masterminds do that. Not all masterminds will you be on the hot seat uh, every week or every time the mastermind happens. I know um, of a couple that uh, I've been a part of uh, in the past where you it was a very small group right it was like four or five people that way every week somebody else is on the hot seat and we tried that form out for a little bit i believe and it just did not work because it was it, the feedback was pretty consistent hey uh there's not a whole lot of participation when just one person gets to talk and one person's on the hot seat so it's evolved from that so all masterminds are not equal um you know people ask about, Hey, why do you charge? Right? Why do you charge to come in a mastermind? There are free ones. There are definitely free ones out there from, from my experience. Cause I, I tested a lot of them out. Um, you pay for what you get, you know? Uh, but, uh, I, I think if, if you're going to be part of a free mastermind also be part of a paid one. Right. Um, because you, the, something about the dollar figure is going to attract more people who are serious and really want to be part of helping you grow, you know? Um, you know, and this is going to happen probably all night long. I completely just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you were talking about how, you know, you, you, you get what you pay for. And I totally agree. I think, uh, you know, I am one of the founding members, I can say of the mastermind. I think yeah. we were one of the first members and we were a different group when we started. Um, I think we still have at least three or four members that are still part of the mastermind from the very beginning. And we have been seeing the transition. And to me, the value of it, you know, I think we were meeting every two weeks at the beginning as well. And that changed into every week because we could see that our progress was being, you know, I, I don't know if you can say tracked, but, you know, you you forget what you did like two weeks ago, you know, like yeah. every week yeah. is a commitment also um, that, you know, for me, at least my husband knows you know, Tuesday <laughs> nights at 8 p.m., like don't plan anything because I'm not going, you know, I, I will be on my call on the mastermind. And I made that commitment to make it a priority because to yeah. me, it's very important. And I think um, 
you know, that's one of the things that when you pay uh, for something, you make it a priority. Yeah. When it's free, no. it's like, eh, I go maybe, if I don't go, I'm, I'm not losing anything. When you are paying, yep. you are losing money. If you don't you take it more money. and you take it more seriously, right? You definitely do that. And, and um, you know, it's funny because when you are, you are one of the original and there's always this question between Jamie and Gwaith, who was the very first one to sign up, you know, and I, I know the answer to that and I'm never going to, I'm taking that one to my grave. Cause I like seeing these guys argue over, but um, it's, it's amazing to see the relationships that are built and happen outside of the map, which is something I encourage uh, and not all masterminds that I've been a part of, uh, do that right and it's not welcome and some of the other members talk about that who've been in other masterminds and they they just don't it's just one of those things it's weird you know that it, like you come here to get connected with the other people right get connected talk here we're going to hold you accountable on the call but then go engage with them outside of this this is not you know you don't have to do it right here on this zoom transition uh, or zoom zoom session but um yeah, it's, you know, masterminds are, are funny uh, in that way that the accountability piece, uh, and I, I love hearing this from, from folks that come in. I, I, I almost want to say every member in there has said this at least once so far, and they're like, you know, that thing I was supposed to get done, I, I woke up this morning knowing we were having our call tonight. And guess what? That was going to be the first thing that I was going to do today to make sure I got it done. And it's just that whole accountability piece, right? And, and making sure. So if you're part of a mastermind that's not holding you accountable, then you're missing out, right? You need to have that accountability. To me, that's one of the biggest perks and biggest benefits of it. And it's almost kind of like you're, you know, you buy a gym membership and it comes with, uh, a personal trainer, right? And your personal trainer is sitting there saying, no, do five more. No, do 10 more. All right. By the next time we see you, I want to know that you've, you know, ate this meals and you've stuck to this diet, right? Without that, you, you, you just know, don't show up. <laughs> you just don't show up. And, 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 you know, and use, use that example right now with, with y'all and the, the nine of us that are doing the 75 hard out of the mastermind members. If it weren't for y'all, uh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I would already give it up. I would already tapped out and said, you know what? I don't, <laughs> I don't need to do this. I've, I've lost the weight that I wanted to lose or I'm halfway there. That's good enough for me. Cause I really like to enjoy food. <laughs> so, you know, like for example, tonight I, I look over to my wife and, uh, we had made spaghetti and, and for supper and she goes, I don't know how to measure this out for your portions or whatnot. And I was like, you know what? It's, seven o'clock uh or six thirty i've had about 500 calories today i think i'm okay let's just slop it all you know but anyway i'm not over my calorie counter or my diet or whatever but i was like you know it just feels good to just slop some food on there and just go after it and not worry about any of that stuff but anyway we're, we're gonna finish it me and you and everybody else we're gonna finish it and uh and we're gonna be better for it at least that's what i keep telling myself <laughs> We're, we're only on day 20 guys. So yeah. <laughs> watch for us because, you know, today I'm missing my workout outside and, you know, I didn't think about this today in the morning. Um, I went and worked out at the gym, but like the hotel, I don't know. I'm not too sure about the surroundings here and I have to do my workout outside. 
and I haven't done it yet. So it's going to be done very late. And I was telling Ryan, I don't know. I think you're going to have to come with me because I'm going to have to come, to have to come be your, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your spotter for sure. Yeah, uh, he has you'll to be fine. Watch out for me. <laughs> All right. So, you know, let's talk about surrounding yourself with like-minded people, because I think that's one yeah. of the main uh, mantras of a mastermind. And why is it so important? Well, you know, and I, I want to challenge everybody who's listening and watching whatnot. You know, if you if you were to sit down and I gave you 30 seconds to write down the 10 people that you spend the most time with, right, outside of your household, what do those people have in common with you, right? Do they, are they real estate investors? Do they like a certain TV show? Do you work with them, right? Uh, I, I can say up until I was... I, I put it poetically as I exited the W2, but honestly, I was laid off for COVID, right? During COVID. <laughs> but, uh, but up until then, the only people that I hung out with outside of work or outside of the office was people that I worked with, right? Because that was some like-minded interest that bonded us together. But those, most of those folks, uh, a vast majority, like 99% of them, didn't care to do anything about real estate investing, right? They... Uh, they just didn't, they didn't think I could do it. They didn't want to be part of it. They thought, I don't know what they were thinking. They're just like, man, I, how do you do that? How do you, you know, you rich or something? I'm like, Oh, I mean, you, you and I are at the same level. Like if you earn, if you think I'm earning so much more money than you, let you need to go talk to HR. But, um, but no, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, when I was around that and I started shifting this, you know, after we, we found that first property or that, second property that actually cash flowed, uh, you know, I started looking at that and said, okay, how do I, how do I change this? And I got involved in Aria and, um, you know, just being around those folks uh, made me look at things differently, right? I was no longer worried about what the stock market was going to do. Um, I think the only year I've ever made money in stocks was last year. Everything else was either a, a break even or I just lost it, right? And that's what those folks were were uh, interested in because that's the world we grew up in. You know, if you go to the office and you go to the bathroom, what do you hear on? You know, we had speakers in the in the um, office bathrooms that were just pumping out uh, CNBC or MSM, whatever the ticker symbol of the day was, and they were just talking about it. So all that stuff was always on our minds, but we weren't really making any money out of it right we weren't high enough up the food chain to figure out what was going to be the next big move when it came to stocks and so you know i kind of look at that and look about where i'm at now and i'm surrounding myself with the w2 capitalist mastermind and then there's folks outside of the w2 capitalist mastermind that are focused on building businesses and growing the real estate portfolio our conversations are just different Right. And our, and my mindset is just totally different than it was four or five years ago. Right. And it's just, it's just hugely important because, you know, the, the saying goes garbage in garbage out. Right. Well, you can lighten that up and you can put lipstick on the pig, but basically if it's not, if the stuff that's going in your ears and in your eyes is not putting you in a position to further yourself as a real estate investor, or, or whatever it is, the case may be, it's garbage. It doesn't need to be there, 
right? I, I am, and, and some people think I'm a little crazy about this, but I am sold on the fact that if it doesn't have to do with real estate investing or building a business, I don't want to waste my time being around it. And I got a thumbs up there from Elizabeth, right? So, <laughs> it, and, and some people think, man, you're boring. I'm like, I'm not boring. I don't think you understand what I'm trying to accomplish and how much bigger what I'm trying to accomplish is than, than just me. Right. And so, you know, I, I will get some TV time in. It's usually what the kids want to watch, right. For <laughs> 30 minutes or an hour, but there is no news that happens on our TVs. There's no mainstream media. There's nothing like that. It, it's all about, um, if I'm not in there with a the family and we're not doing something as a family, I'm typically in here in the office uh, and we're, you know, building a business and growing our real estate portfolio. And all that comes from being around folks like you and Cindy and everybody else in the mastermind, because I know that when Tuesday night rolls around and you're like, all right, Jay, what's your update? Tell us, tell us your big win and, and uh, what you got accomplished. And if I don't have those things done, I sit there with egg on my face and say, and try to make up excuses, you know? Um, but the, the reality of the situation means I just got distracted because I wasn't doing what I needed to do. Right. And you yeah, guys hold me you, accountable for that. Yeah. And you, you bring a, a good point about, you know, when you surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do, um, you know, before, you know, before joining the mastermind, you know, at work, people were not really interested in real estate. You know, maybe one person from my job was investing and actually yeah. he became my mentor and that's how I started investing. But besides that person, I didn't have really anybody else to talk about real estate. Uh, and now I feel like I have a family that, uh, you know, like you said, a family, um, friends that I can call and I can, you know, get advice from like, hey, I am doing this. Um, what do you think? What what should I do? And and that is the same with my um, meetup family, uh, yeah. you know, the real estate uh, people, because some of them have become my friends as well. And you know, we call each other for advice, and you know, we talked about partnering. Um, so you know, instead of uh, surrounding yourself with people that are not with don't have the same goals then you can surround yourself with other people and you can do it virtually through a mastermind or you can do it in person to, through a meetup uh yeah. but, but you're gonna fill your your um your days with with more real estate which is your goal hopefully if you're you're in these calls and trying, if you're here yeah yeah if you're here um <laughs> trying to do this um and the conversations are gonna change you know like sometimes yeah. you know i would go to uh uh, a reunion with other people and they will be talking the ladies were would be talking about hey and this and the play date and I'm like <laughs> and I would always go and go talk to the guys like what what business are you guys talking about you know <laughs> so you know I kind of like went that way you know yeah I didn't really want to talk about uh, you know diapers or purses or glasses or makeup <laughs> come on that's where the fun's at <laughs> you know you you bring up a good point though about you know we're talking about real estate here but where i got started my first exposure to masterminds was not a, for a real estate investing mastermind it was i you know 
we, I was working a lot at my job at the time and we just had baby number one. And I was like, all right, I, I don't feel like I'm being the husband and father that I need to be. Right. So I, I joined a mastermind with like-minded men who felt the same way and wanted to improve on how they could be a better husband and a better father. Right. And the stuff that came out of that, I was like, holy crap, why does, why is it like a requirement for everybody to be part of a mastermind, it, you know, for 12 months? And then if you want to shift, you can shift. But it was one of those things where, you know, we would have challenges like, all right, it's Veterans Day, you have to take your family to a uh, memorial park. And that was it. That was the challenge for the week, right for Veterans Day or whatnot. And without that, I would have never done it. And without that, I would never have those memories and feelings and thoughts that we went as a family to visit the memorial park and so the correlate that to real estate you know we challenge each other um every week or every time we meet and i I, i've got to get it out of saying every week because now when we have calls not every one of them are every week so um Mm -hmm. we've grown quite a bit (laughs) here recently (laughs) so all good all good problems to have um but yeah, it's, it's, you know, I, I want to, you know, I know we're talking about real estate, but I want to encourage you if there is something that you want to, not you and it, but everybody listening or watching, if there is something in your life that you want to improve on, I can almost guarantee you that there is a mastermind for that. And it may not be one that's ongoing forever. It may, you know, there are some masterminds that are temporary that are, you know, 60 to 90 day sprints, which is, in my opinion, it falls more closely into a coaching program, uh, but they call it a mastermind or whatnot. But there, there are areas where, regardless of what you're looking forward to doing or improving on, there is a group out there for you, right? I don't know if there's like a Masterminds R Us website or something like that. You can you can probably Google it, but, um, but yeah, you know, don't be afraid to take the action and get around those people because they're going to help you. I mean, that one helped me become a better husband and better father. And then I've, you know, just like everything else, when you say yes to something, you have to say no to something else, right? So if you say yes to something new, uh, you're going to say no to something old. And when I started thinking, okay, we've got young kids now, the local Ria is 45 minutes away. I don't like going there anyway, because even though I've been a member for a long period of time, I'm, I'm very much of an introvert and I don't like being around a a huge crowd of people that I don't know that well. And so I was like, all right, I, I feel like I can start this. I know zoom. I was zooming before it was cool. Right. (laughs) And, and, uh, and that's kind of the story of how we got started and, and, um, you know, it's so funny. Jamie and Gway talk about that first call that we had and I didn't have zoom set up correctly or whatever. They couldn't get in. And somehow they ended up texting each, each other and calling one another and just getting on a phone call and talking to one another. And then finally I sent a message. I says, okay, I got it fixed. You guys come back in. But it was just amazing to think, you know, what those guys, what action they were willing to take just to be able to connect right with somebody else that was like that. And, and, you know, they're, still they're still around and their passion is still just as hot not for one another but for taking an action you know what i mean i think that came out 
<laughs> no, and I, I totally agree with that. Uh, you know, even, uh, you know, some of the ladies in the mastermind, we decided one day, let's just get together. You know, how about you guys? And, you know, when you join a mastermind, you are joining a group of doers. So when you tell yeah. them, hey, how about you come to Florida in two weeks? They will show up. You know, like that so, happened. That yeah, happened with it will all. happen. So I said, hey, why don't we get together? Uh, you know, in a couple of weeks, I am free these two weekends. And they are like, okay, uh, in two weeks later, we were in Florida. You know, we even did a meetup when COVID was still going and nobody was meeting. <laughs> so we did like a mini meetup uh, with the local people. Um, so, you know, and it's contagious. You know, it's contagious because you see people doing stuff that you didn't think it was possible, that you, yeah. could, you could never imagine yourself doing this. And all of a sudden, um, you know, you see people that you know that are doing it. So you're like, ah, you know what? Maybe I can do it too. You know, and then you ask questions, you get answers, and all of a sudden, something that you thought was impossible becomes a maybe. And then all of a sudden, it becomes possible because you start executing and you start asking questions and then it happens. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it really is an amazing process of, of, you know, seeing things that you thought were impossible become possible. Yeah. And you, you, um, something you just made me think of is most of us, especially if you're on this call, you, you have some sort of competitive side to you. You, you may have grew up playing some sports or whatnot, maybe even had some success at the college level or whatnot. And, you know, after that, what do you compete for? Right. And one of the things that really drives me every week as I come on and I see all these people in the mastermind outperforming me when it becomes to on the real estate investing, you know, and I'm like, damn it. Like, I, and it, it just drives me even more to want to, to want to do a deal. And, and, um, I had to be careful with that though. Cause if I, the point, well, let me back up. Everybody's investing criteria is different, right? And everybody market, everybody's market that they invest in is different. Uh, we've got some people in the mastermind where it's, it's overlapping and they work well together, but that's the thing about the, the competition side. It's a friendly competition, right? And everybody's willing to help out everybody. Um, one of the things that I am amazed and I'm also jealous of is all the deals that happen in the background with mastermind members. Right. And they're like, and I'll, I'll get wind of it and I'll hear things down the road. We're like, yeah, we did this. We, we did that. And like, hell yeah, that's what it's about. Damn it. Where was I? Why, why wasn't I invited? You know, I kind of feel like left out of the party, but it's, it's about seeing you guys succeed in, in the action takers and the people who are willing to jump in and do this are the people who are doing the most deals. Right. And I absolutely love it. And, and also there is a component of sharing when things don't go the right way, right? Like yeah. the mistakes, uh, you know, no, it's all week, rainbow and unicorns. Yeah. No, it's, it's not uh, always rainbow. Nothing and ever goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, last week we were sharing some of the, the things that didn't go well, at least for me. And, you know, I was sharing with people and, you know, I was challenged. So what, what would you do different, right? It's not just, okay, yeah. uh, we're all mopping because, you know, I didn't, it didn't go my way, but let's talk about how can you not make that same mistake next time? 
you know, and let's let's right. analyze this and, and see what can we change to make it better next time. Yep. So, no, you know, it is that's, awesome. That's, uh, we, we do a lot of lessons learned in, in self self-assessing, right, when it comes to that. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, you know, one of the things that, you know, I, I love about masterminds, um, you know, there's masterminds, like you said, where one person is talking and they are giving the lesson and everybody's listening. And then, you know, maybe once a month they go on the hot seat or some masterminds are once a month as well for 12 months. Um, I love the fact that at least I get to do it weekly because it keeps me yeah. going. There is a lot of times where I don't want to do stuff, but like you said, you know, I know my call is on Tuesday and I got to get something done. Like if I'm <laughs> going to show up, I need to do something. Yeah. <laughs> but I think also the value, a lot of the value comes in meeting with a lot of people that are do doing different strategies and you're learning from all of them. Um, yeah. So, and you know, even though, maybe somebody's talking about wholesaling, uh, you can take some part of that wholesaling and what they are doing, and then you you can apply it to your buy and hold business. And somebody's investing in notes, and then you understand how that works, and then you you know, you know make a, you, a seller financing deal, and then you hold the note. So you know we are exposing ourselves to all these different strategies, from different members and how and even people doing the same strategy applying it in a different way and you learn all these secrets and tips and and you know it's incredible the value that, that you get from a mastermind and i'm sure every mastermind uh will have you know different value uh depending on on how it's structured um yeah. but you know you know one thing that i want to say like i was never a reader and, you know, <laughs> being part of the mastermind and having a, a, a book club uh, made me read a lot more than what I would <laughs> normally do. Uh, and so I have to, to say that, you know, we're always reading a book as well as doing the challenges and growing. Yeah. And, and you know, it's so a couple of things you, you point out there is, um, you know, the habit forming of getting in used to meeting every Tuesday and then you know, we, we have a Thursday night call as well that meets weekly. And this year, uh, unfortunately Christmas Eve and new year's Eve fell on Thursday. So we, we didn't have those meetings. We canceled those meetings and I'm sitting there new, uh, Christmas Eve, you know, getting ready for, for Santa to come. And I'm like, this just feels weird. Like I, <laughs> I know it's Thursday and I know what I've been doing for the last, I don't know how long we've been doing Thursday night call. And then the next week goes by, I was like, we should have had the call. Surely the, the, nobody, no, I mean, who's out watching fireworks at like eight o'clock at night? Or, you know, I mean, maybe some people are, but I, I just felt so lost, you know, and then the next week comes by and I'm like, it's my friends. I haven't seen you in so long. Well, you know, welcome. Glad to see you. I'm so excited. But it's it's funny. I, I truly miss those meetings. And, and um, as I'm looking at the calendar for next year, I don't think we have any of that going on. But um you know, one of the things that I get asked all the time is, you know, how much time commitment you're talking about the book club uh, that we have and, and all, all the stuff that we have going on is how much time commitment is required, right? Typically, when that I get asked that I typically just tune out, because I know instantly, if you're worried about that, 
you're not going to be a good fit because we're going to challenge you. You're going to check, come in. It's, you know, a lot of times, and depending on the situation, we'll let people slide, but I don't like whining uh, and complaining, you know, life is life. Get over it. You're here for a reason. And it's not just to come in and complain about how hard your week was. Right. We're, we're going to get that out of you. We're going to shape and mold you eventually and, and get that out of you. And it's one of those things where it's a total mindset shift, right? I feel like I am being a little bitch when it comes to the 75 hard stuff. And I am, but you guys are keeping <laughs> me accountable uh, to keep at it. Right. And if it weren't for y'all, that, that wouldn't be happening. Um, but anyway, that one of the, the other thing that I get asked a lot is, is, Hey, I'm a newbie. I don't have any experience. Right. How do I, how do I come in to a group of, and the assumption is everybody in the group has experience and that's, that's not the case, right? There are people who are aspiring. They're trying to get their first deal done. And when they get that deal done, we're going to celebrate massively with them uh, because we know how hard they've worked and how hard we've been able to push them to, to really be able to get that deal done. And, you know, the, the thing is I want everybody that comes in, to provide value, right? Whether it's based on your experience or if you're a newbie, the value that you bring is going to be your questions, right? And, you know, there is such thing as a dumb question. I, I, I don't like the other side of that comment. I don't, I don't like there is no such thing as a dumb question. I believe there is and dumb people ask them, right? <laughs> but if you're in a mastermind, you're, you're not a dumb person right? You're trying, you're taking advantage of resources that you have uh, exposure to, to improve yourself. Don't people don't do that, right? And when you ask those questions that you think are the newbiest of newbie questions, uh, for, for those folks who have been through it before, you're helping them out because one of the best ways to learn is to teach and teach about experiences you've gone through. So it's a completely reciprocal uh, relationship there. Ask your, you know, air quote, dumb question, allow the people who have the experience to answer for you. You're going to get the knowledge that they've been through it before they get to relive the experience and tell you in a different way than maybe they've told it before to make it more clear. Right. And it's totally, totally reciprocal. So, uh, you know, we, there is, a, there is a process to get into most masterminds, right? You have to have, um, uh, there is certain criteria. Not everybody gets in, uh, there are masterminds where you can get in, right? You just go pay a fee and that's it. And you're joined, you're joined up. Um, but uh, we used to do that. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> because that, that's how I got in. We, Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. This was. <laughs> um, no, you, you still had to do a live video in the group, which to yeah. me was so scary <laughs> you know like i've never done live videos and i had to introduce myself to the group and you know not knowing what to expect because i've never been in a mastermind i was so scared of i think i recorded that thing like five or six times <laughs> before i sent it but look at you now you go live all the time and it's no big deal right i mean you it's just one of those things that uh, comes with practice the point the point i want to make is is with um any any mastermind that you're looking to, to get access into, re regardless if it's about real estate investing or some other area of your life that you want to join, if they just take you based on you've got a credit card and you can swipe it, 
be weary of that. I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm just saying that they, they may not be the best fit for you. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Uh, and I think, um, you know, you are going to find out really quick if the mastermind is good for you. Like you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna kind of feel if you like the people. If it's, I don't know, if it's a mastermind where like people curse a lot and you you are not a person that likes that, then you're gonna quickly realize, okay, this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and, and with every subject, if you are like really loud and you know, and the people are super quiet, then you, you're not gonna feel it. Um, yeah. You know, but I, I think you know, one other thing that I love is watching others grow in the group. You know, when, when I started, I was watching um, people starting their first deals and now they are doing more and seeing that transformation. And, and obviously when you're seeing that, you are also trying to do the same. You're trying to catch mm -hmm. up. And so, you know, tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't say this for every mastermind that's out there, but I, I, because I don't know their numbers, but I can tell you the people who have been in the W2 capitalist mastermind for at least a year, uh, their portfolios doubled, right? 80% of the members who have, let, let me restate that 80% of the members who have been in the, the mastermind for at least a year, their portfolios have doubled, right? At least. Uh, in some cases, it's it's been way more than that. And if I wanted to really justify the numbers and say 100%, that 20% that did not, I can almost identify every person who was not very active, right? They were not attending the calls regularly. They were not doing the things they were wanting, uh, saying they wanted to get done. And they just weren't involved in the group and in the book club, right? So you, you're going to get out of it any mastermind what you put into it right absolutely absolutely and, and you know that's one of the things like i wasn't and i am not actually a, an avid reader um i love to study <laughs> i love to learn about things that i am interested in but i was never a reader like i would never pick up a book and you know in the last two years being in the mastermind i've read more books than in my entire life and <laughs> yeah it's true it's true <laughs> Come on, Annette. We only do like one book a month, if that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, like, if I read one book a year, that's too much. Like, I did not read unless I had to. Um, yeah. You know, I just All right, didn't. So you were an average American up until you joined the mastermind, as far as your reading goes. As that's far good. as the reading goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know, I, I got my next book here. I don't know if you can see it. It's hard to see with this thing, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm listening to stuff on Audible and then I have my books. I take notes, you know, it, it, it's all different. You know, you get to see other people doing awesome things and then you want to do it too. Like I said, it's contagious. It's contagious. Yeah. Earlier when you said contagious, it was right. You said something about COVID and then you said contagious. I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it is contagious. Anyway, I know that's not what you meant. So Elizabeth Miller is asking, what's a recent book you've read? So personally, I am listening right now to um, the book by uh, David Green, Greeny, um, The Bigger Packets One, um, How to Invest um, Long Distance Real Estate Investing. Um, just because I had an experience where 
<laughs> it didn't go too well. So <laughs> I am trying to, to learn it the, the right way. Uh, but you know, the next one, it. the next one is High Performance Habits uh, by Brendan Burchard. Uh, that's what I'm doing next. And I know the, the book club. Um, yeah, you got it. Yeah, that one. That's my next one. <laughs> <laughs> Super excited about it. Um, I mean, we, we've done in the mastermind many books that, you know, Barking at the Run Tree, that book I loved. And I was like, what is this book about? Barking <laughs> at the Run Tree. Um, you know, the one about negotiating. Um, what was that? Um, Never Split the Difference by Never Chris Never Split the Difference. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had really, really good books that, you know, we use. You know, once you yeah. you learn the the, ha- the one about habits, there was another one about habits that Atomic we read. Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits. I love that one as well. So, you know, it really um, is amazing. <laughs> Elizabeth is a, is a book, book nerd. I guess Elizabeth <laughs> should be on our mastermind. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, Hamad, I, I keep hearing about this Who Not How book. Uh, I, I've got to put it on. I've got to put it on my list now. Um, I, that might actually be the third time I've seen that today. Yeah, just uh, partway through it, but it's really, really good. Um, I, it's the philosophy I've had for a long time, anyways. But it's really good to read through it. It's very uh, reinforcing, at least for me. But uh, all right, add it to my list. <laughs> Absolutely, love it, love it. All right. So, you know, if you guys want to, you know, put questions, you can put them on the, on the, um, on the chat, or if you want, you can raise your hand and then ask the questions. Um, but so what do you think? Uh, oh, we have Tanja that has a question. Let me, you can unmute. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? Good. Good. Okay, I'm, I live in Virginia. I wanted to ask a quick question to you and Jay. I have three questions, but my, I'm just going to ask my most important question. So <laughs> I wanted to know, because, yeah, I don't want Jay to think it's a stupid question. So um, <laughs> I wanted to know, um, uh, do you guys do real estate full time or do you work a nine to five like me? And when, if you don't, when did you know that you could quit your job? Because I really would like to do real estate full time. I know I can't do it now because I haven't gotten started, but I, my heart, my desire is to do it full time. So I just wanted to know, do you do it full time or do you still work your nine to five and do real estate on the side? I will let Jay answer first. Okay, thank you. Um, so I am, I am now full time officially. I, uh, I was laid off uh, May 1st last year from uh, or 2020 for uh, COVID. Yeah, that was last year. Um, with the idea that I, and that's the whole point of the W2 capitalist branding, right? Is that you can work full-time job that you love and you can still invest in real estate. And, um, but corporate America had other plans and it was one of those things we, we had built our rental portfolio up, up, up enough um, that, you know, we didn't need to matter of fact, when, when I got the call from my boss, I even, um, asked him, I said, look, I don't need a paycheck. Like I could, if you want to, if we're, if we're negotiating here, I said, I will, I can go six months without a paycheck, but I'll do it in exchange for stock in the company is publicly traded company. And he was like, yeah, I appreciate the offer, but this is much bigger than just you. 
And I was like, oh, tell me more. He goes, I can't do that. You're my first call because you're my first direct report. Turns out over 50 people were laid off. Half the team that I was managing was laid off. And it's, it's been that kick in the butt. And um, I mean, of course, I moped around, right, for a couple of days because I was pissed off that that competitive side of me was like some other guy got to keep his job and I got laid off, whatever. But then I got my head on straight and I was like, this is an opportunity I've been wanting for a long time that I never had the courage to make it. So, uh, Tanya, if you can make it yourself, uh, absolutely. Your question, though, uh, let me get back to your question. When did I know, right? When did I know yes. to do that? So it was, we were long overdue, but it was basically when our um, cash flow from our rental properties covered our uh, monthly expenses, then that was kind of our ticket. But I had transitioned into a job where I was uh, making six figures, great benefits, easiest job I've ever had. It was kind of hard to just turn down, you know, or kind of to leave. So, um, uh, plus I had been in corporate America for 20 something years and it was my comfort blanket. Right. And I didn't want to let it go. Yeah. So for, for us, it was when, uh, our expenses were covered by our rental properties. Okay, great. Yeah. So for me, Tanya, I am still working my W2, but I work part-time and I actually, I replace part of my income with real estate. I do property management. So, you know, half of my income comes from property management and then I still have my job as an architect, but I do have my goal uh, by my next birthday to finally quit my job. So I am pursuing that. And the the way that it's going to happen is when I can replace that income as well. Great. Okay. Thank you. All right. You said you had two other questions. What were they? Um, Yes. The other two were, um, how do you feel about having partners? Because my parents always believed in owning rental property. And, um, you know, my dad passed back in the nineties when I graduated high school and my mother passed in 2011. So they had rental property and they gave each property to a sibling, but they put another sibling's name on all the properties. So I share one of the properties (laughs) with my lovely sister we never agree on anything. We're always arguing. So I just let her, you know, do her thing. And it's, you know, they're all free and clear. They're, they're all, are all cash flowing single family properties in North Carolina, but we're constantly going at each other. So the way I keep the um, tension down is just by letting her handle everything and being the boss, being the accountant, being the secretary, being the rental person. That's how I keep the commotion down. I don't like having partners. So I was curious how you guys feel about having partners. And my other question, my last question was, um, how do you get started in real estate with no money and bad credit? Because when I purchased my home, I live in now in 2013, 3.785 interest rate, great credit, driving a beautiful infinity truck. Now the taxes keep going up. My payment keeps going up. I find myself always a month behind. I can't refinance because I can't pay for six months on time and I'm trying to work that out. And then I don't have any extra money to invest in real estate because I'm really basically maintaining, even though I have a six for your job and I think I'm budgeting well and I'm you know, removing everything that I don't need monthly, I, I'm, I'm really just maintaining. I, I joke around with my family. I think I'm so successful. I have a beautiful <laughs> home, a great job. But I say, I'm not successful. I am one paycheck away from being on the street. All I am doing is maintaining my $2,500 mortgage, my $400 car, taking care of my two boys. 
I'm just maintaining. I don't want to maintain anymore. I really have a passion for real estate and I really want to get out there. And, and my dream is to own an apartment complex. So as I'm always looking at her page, I saw she just acquired, uh, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, she's got an apartment complex. I can do that too. <laughs> so I just really feel passionate about real estate and really want to get more involved, but I'm not in a position right now. I can sense the passion in your voice. Like I can, I can tell that is really something you want to go after. Um, can I be blunt with you? Yes, sir. Yes, please. Please don't call me, sir. I mean, I know you don't. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so you're telling yourself a lie in one of two areas. Uh, number one, your budgeting is off. Or number two, you're not as dedicated as you think you are, you want to be, because if it were, then you would be making moves to set yourself up to be able to invest. Okay. Financially. Right. Okay. But back to your original question, partners, um, I have never partnered with a family member, probably never will. It's just, I have an amazing family. They don't understand real estate investing. They don't get it. It probably never is going to be an issue for me because I'm not going to push the button, right? Um, and other partners, you, it has to be, uh, you got to know the person. You got to vet them out. You got to know them really, really well. I have a rule um, that I don't partner with anybody unless I know them for at least six months. And it's not like, we have one call today and then six months later we have a second call. That's not what I'm talking about. I, I got to know you, right? I got to know who you are, what you're about. Uh, because when crap hits the fan and it sometimes does, I need to know that you're going to go to battle with me and not against me. You know yes. what I'm saying? So two things there, I, I think partnerships, you gotta, you gotta vet them out. You don't jump into, don't jump into bed with just anybody, so to speak. Um, and then, you know, and I hear you about living paycheck to paycheck. I used to be there too. Before we started investing, uh, you know, we were, we were living paycheck to paycheck. I was making right over six figures at that point in time. And we figured out a way to make it work. We got really, really tight on our budget. We, uh, you know, you mentioned the house that you're in. Um, property values almost everywhere have increased. I don't know when you bought yours or kind of what your situation was, yes. but if you can make enough payments on time to refinance and do a cash out refinance, or uh, what I prefer is a home equity line of credit to get you some cash to get started with. That's how we got started. From okay. Cause we didn't, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have any cash there either. And, and that any, anything, we didn't have any cash when we started until we did that. And that I would tighten down on my budget. Thank you. I'm writing this down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, when my husband and I decided to um, go into real estate, we really, really tied our budget. Like Jay said, like we would not go out for dinner like every week, like we do now, which we shouldn't, but <laughs> we, we do. Um, you know, we would go out like once a month as a treat. And every time that we wanted to buy something, we would be like, do we really need this? or we just want it. And if the answer was, do we really need it? Then we would not buy it if it, we really didn't need it. You know, because you don't need to have 
tool of whatever you know you only need really one you know or you know whatever right. the, the, the case may be so we really um cut our budget and you know we would go out for dinner with friends and we would just order appetizers we wouldn't drink you know because for example drinking at dinner that's when your check goes up um a lot okay. drink water instead of soda um you know just small things like if you buy coffee every day you know make the yeah. coffee in your house uh we would bring lunch to work instead of eating out and you know my office had a lot of lunch and learns so if there were leftovers we would pack it for the next day and then i didn't have to cook so we had lunch at the office so like small things like that um that will you know help you with your budget um definitely um i would do that with in regards to the house um maybe you know you could rent it and then move to some somewhere that is a little bit smaller that you are able to do the payments on time for the six months um i would if you have enough equity i would refinance instead of a heloc right now just because um the the interest rates are very low right now okay and you're gonna get a really low you know rate and also helocs have variable interest and right now in the economy variable interest could be a little bit risky so i would try to do a refinance instead of a heloc although i love helocs i have a heloc on my house (laughs) but uh you know that's how i bought you know my third property as well i just use that money as my down payment um you know i would try to refinance or maybe you know if you have extra room in your house you could airbnb the room or rent i did rent one of them five bedrooms Mm-hmm. Okay, I, w- I will take into consideration what you two said. I will buckle more down on my budget because before I bought this house, I lived in my sister's rental home with the same sister. I lived in one of her rental homes because she had rental <laughs> homes and I paid eight fifty for like from 2005 to 2013. And one day I just woke up and said I wanted to buy my own house and I talked to my two boys and they said, we can't buy anything for six months, no sneakers, no PlayStation games, no. I said, I, we got to buckle down. I want to buy my house. And they kept saying, why? We live in Aunt Nelly's house. I said, <laughs> I want my own house. And I literally yeah. did what you said. I pinched pennies. I saved every dime. I worked extra hours. And I didn't think I was going to get approved. And I called someone. He approved me. And he said, you're going to move in on this date. And I'm like, no, I'm not. That's two weeks from now. I haven't packed anything. <laughs> and he said, and then he called back and said, well, no, this is your move-in date. And I said, no that is a week and i i don't have nothing packed <laughs> i literally had to dump that big thing in my driveway and load it and move it to the new driveway that's how fast it moved and i had ten thousand dollars at closing i had 16 but i only needed 10 so mm. i was ready to go so i'm gonna take what you said and and st- go over my budget and start all over again and talk to my boys again and say we're gonna do the same thing again because yeah. i really want to buy a rental property for myself without a partner and and i would yeah. really encourage you to join uh, a meetup group okay Those, you know they are free uh you can look up one in your area you know they meet normally once okay. a month uh thank or you join a mastermind okay i yeah. wrote it wrote it down thank you for your time i know every uh, other people want to ask questions thank you so much one last thing tanya before we get away and this is are you familiar with dave ramsey Yes, I've heard that name before. Okay. So one of the things I love to do is 
troll Dave on Facebook because <laughs> I, because of the stuff, he, he's the guy that, you know, no debt whatsoever and you're going to get rich. And I'm like, that, that's not how it happens for 90% of Americans. But his system, though, we started out that way. And I think Cindy, who's on here, did too. And he's got these baby steps, right? that help help you get out of debt and it's what what the way i refer to it now is he's the guy his system will help get the train back on the tracks and but once it's back on the tracks you got to abandon that whole thought process and and start investing so that's one of the things that i one of the tools that i use now when you if you look him up and you google him he's going to have i think it's six or seven what he calls baby steps Okay. After baby step number three, if you've accomplished down to baby step number three, it's time to jump off the, the train and, and go do your own thing and forget what he's talking about. But it's a it's a really good uh, way to right the ship, so to speak. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. So if anybody has any other questions, you can raise your hand and I'm going to put it on uh, gallery view. If you want to ask questions, you, you can put it on the chat or you can just uh, raise your hand and ask. Uh, okay, so Anja, Tanja, you, I got you already. Okay, good. Um, all right, um, Jay, so yes. how are you seeing uh, the mastermind grow in the future? Um, you know, great question. So this year uh, we've it's funny because in 20 so we started out 2020 with one call uh which happened four times in the in the month right it was a weekly call and now we are doing uh and it was a general session which mean if you had a niche or or didn't matter experience level i think it was um, every two weeks actually jay it was every, was two, it every weeks. two weeks i think okay. it was every two weeks because i always forgot so about much. it i always <laughs> forgot about it because it wasn't every week I kept um, missing it. <laughs> but now, you know, now we have grown to the point where we have 22 meetings uh, a month. And uh, just a couple of months ago, we introduced what I call mastermind VPs, just to keep with the W2 capitalist theme to where it's guys who um, are focused on a particular niche. So there's a multifamily call. There's a single family buy and hold call. There's a flipping wholesaling call. And then there is the uh, mobile home park uh, call and as well as the general sessions, right? So if you want very niche specific uh, information and be around those group of folks, uh, there's a call for that. So I didn't start out 2020 thinking that's where we we're going to end 2020. And when we, when we made that expansion, it made just for a lot more room for people to fill those spots. Cause we want to keep the calls, you know, relatively, uh, that's short it's not the right word because sometimes we go long because we like to talk and we like to be around each other's company but it, it expanded and allowed us to open up more spots for the mastermind and i see that continuing to grow, grow to 2021 um i would love to see it double right we're at 55 members if we were at 100 members by the end of the year i would be impressed uh yeah um, I, I would seriously be impressed I'd be excited because we're and, helping that many more people, right? Yeah. And, you know, Jay sounds really nice right now, but when you are not doing your job, he's going to tell you like it is. 
So it's not, we, not only do we get encouragement, but we also, he sends us to the corner when we're not performing. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I, I, well, I'll take your word for it. I, I understand that there's, and I do this. So I also coach people, you know, uh, for various things and on the mastermind calls while I, I try my best to play the role of the moderator, but that coaching comes out, right? And I try to coach people and um, sandbaggers just bother me where I, you know, they're like, uh, I think I can reach out to five potential investors this week, five, one a week or one a day or one, you know, and they're like, yeah, one a day. It's like, well, there's seven days in a week. So we're talking about seven, we're talking about 10. What, what are we doing here? You know, so I, I, I do like to push people because they don't really know what they're capable of doing, right? And they're telling themselves, and I'm just as guilty as, as any of them of telling myself a story of, hey, I can't do this or I can only do this much. And that's why I'm in other masterminds. And that's why I have my coaches because I want to be pushed. I want, I want them to tell me that, no, you can actually do more. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> right. So we have a question from Mariana. She's asking, what are the requirements to join your mastermind? So, uh, Mariana, we have um, the very first thing you got to do is take a quiz. It takes about five minutes to go and answer. Um, I forget how many questions are in there, but that is the the first hurdle. Um, and based on how you answer those questions is basically uh, the requirement. It depends, right? It depends on what you're looking for. And, and I'll give you a little hint. I, I don't tell people this. I don't know that I've ever made this public, but I'm looking for people who are committed and, and um, ready to go, energized and ready to go, right? They're ready to make a change in their life and they're ready to be around the people who are going to help make that happen. And there are some questions in there based on your experience. I don't, I, I don't pay attention to them. I'm looking for how you answer your commitment and your dedication, right. And your willingness to participate and be in there. And, um, that's it. That's step number one. That's it. It's not too bad. It's not too hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is not too hard. Um, uh, after all I am there, <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I definitely have to say Jay that, you know, when I say that you, you know, send us to the corner, you know, sometimes we do need that push. Like, you know, like I was sharing at the beginning and I don't know if everybody was listening at that point. Some people were joining, you know, I was about to, um, you know, launch the podcast, you know, and now it's more than 50 episodes, but I was wanting to do it and I'm going to do it this week and then next week and the following. And then Jay was like, Annette, just do it just do it. do it and that was the little push that i needed to just get it done um you know if if i wasn't in the mastermind probably it would have been three more months before i did it because you know you always like to say jay it's better done than perfect yes right? progress over perfection progress over perfection and you know the, you know whatever you do the podcast uh, a book uh whatever you do 
it's going to get better with time. You know, with the books, you have a new edition. They always release the new edition where they <laughs> correct it and fix it and, and improve it. Uh, with the podcast, you know, you're going to keep growing and keep changing it and adding this and removing that. Uh, even with the mastermind, you know, it started in a way and it progressed. So, you know, if he waited for this mastermind to be perfect, you know, maybe you would still be trying and testing instead of you know, <laughs> yeah. having a mastermind with like more than 50 people in it. Um, yeah. So you, sometimes you just need to uh, do it and start and then you keep, you know, changing it and adjusting it as you go. Um, and as you go, you keep going and doing it. Um, tweet, tweet, test and polish. Right. Absolutely. And and I love that about the um, the mastermind, because <clears throat> sometimes you get this crazy idea like, you know, guys, I want to do that. And then people are like, yeah, you know, do this and try that. And you get with a group of people that are willing to share their knowledge and help you succeed. And that is something that to me had to be a really a big change in my mindset because I was used to the competition at the workplace where people didn't want to share their secrets because you were going to take their job. So you have to always kind of go solo and you have to figure things out because people were not willing to share with you uh, what they knew. And when I joined the mastermind, I realized how much people were willing to share with you what they knew and the knowledge and the mistakes and how not to make these mistakes. And, you know, the value of all the people in the mastermind is amazing. I always make a point to connect individually with, with every member of the mastermind, even if they are not on my same call, because now we have multiple calls. So I don't get to... Um, talk to everybody. Um, but we have a group, a private group where everybody is a member of, and then we do the book club there and we get to connect with everybody. Every time that there is a new member, the new member is introduced and everybody gets to say hi. And, you know, they have to do a video, the famous video. Um, so, you know, you get to, to, to get to know them a little bit and then you can reach out and connect. So I love, you know, that about the, the, the mastermind that you get to connect with all kinds of people. Mariana, um, when I mentioned having other businesses before, uh, those were failed attempt at businesses. Uh, I don't have any other uh, income that comes in for, um, for other businesses. My wife has a home decor business. Uh, that's the only, only other income that we have coming in, if that makes sense. But yeah, sorry, I was not clear about that. <laughs> so, you know, for those that are not reading, the question was, do you, uh, you mentioned other businesses and do you use those funds uh, to, to do real estate? That was the question. All what right. Else? Okay, guys, if there is no other questions, I don't see any other questions. Um, Jay, how can people find you uh, online? And if they want to join the mastermind, please let everybody know where. Yeah, the the best place, the landing page for it all is w2capitalist.com. The links to the podcast, the community, um, social media, all that stuff. All my contact information is there. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't mention on the introduction on your bio that you have also a podcast, W2 Capitalist. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, when I was telling you guys, you know, when you see people that you look up to doing something and then you want to do it, you know, that's an example. Actually, at the beginning of my journey, I think UJ asked me like if I was going to do a, a podcast and I was like, no way. 
Like, there's no way I don't want to do it. Like, I don't think so. My accent, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, I started <laughs> doing these little live videos and I got more comfortable with uh, doing live videos and talking on the camera. And as, at the same time, I'm watching Jay doing, doing his podcast. So that kind of encouraged me and changed my mindset from there's no way I'm going to do it. Nobody's going to like it to my friend is doing it. I guess I can do it. Why don't I try it? <laughs> and then, you know, it happens. So, um, you know, that happens when you you are um, constantly talking to like-minded people and with people that, want, that are doing what you want to do. You know, and in this case, it's real estate. Oh, thank you, Mariana. She loves my accent. Uh, <laughs> honestly, like I can, like, I was really worried about it. And then people were, were telling me, I love your live videos. And, you know, they are so informative and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I guess if people like it and they don't mind my accent, I should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're telling yourself a story that wasn't true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, Tanya, you were saying, like, I don't think I can do it. Like, you need to change that mindset and, you know, just say, you know, I can do it. How can I do it? What's the next step for me to get there? <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much, Jay, for being here today. Uh, like I said, it's an honor to have you here. You have been a big part of my growth as an investor, and I really appreciate it. So thank, thank you, you for sharing with us uh, about the mastermind. I, I really wanted to share with everybody uh, because it has made a big difference uh, in my growth. So thank you. That's awesome. We're trying to help as many people as we can. So thank you for that. Thank you for having me. And it is no longer a secret. <laughs> it is no longer a secret. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And good night, everybody. This was Real Estate Deal Closers with Annette Talee, brought to you by Talee Investments. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Our goal is to provide amazing value on your real estate journey. Connect online at www.taleeinvestments.com, where you can find this episode and more. Did you like this episode? Subscribe, like, and share.